This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 14. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches If you would only say you care Hey, welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast we believe that analyzes the Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas one stolen cigarette box minute at a time. I'm Ron Richards, and I'm here with Josh Flanagan. You think we're ever going to check? The, the, it'd be easy to check if there's another podcast. Oh, I just I don't even want to type it into Google. I never yeah. want to know. I never want to know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Screw those guys.
Yeah. And there is Alex Robinson of Star Wars Minute along with Pete the Retailer. Thanks for thanks for returning, guys. We appreciate it. Oh, thanks for having us. This has yeah. been a fun fun filled week together. Yeah. Good times. It has been a week. <laughs> okay, so well, not uh, quite yet. Don't jump the gun. <laughs> Anything could happen. Minute, minute fourteen starts with Tommy, our first in, our first appearance of a uh, young Tommy carrying cigarettes with a parking attendant, and it ends with Tommy running up the stairs to tell Tootie that Henry got pinched. Tootie, yeah. And wait, the last thing that happens is that Tootie <laughs> leaps into action. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not that's the, the real Tootie had you know was missing a leg, so that's no yeah. small thing. Yeah. Mm. This one might be. I don't know. Maybe he's 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 really great with his prosthetic. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so we reference to young Tommy. This is the character that will, when he grows up, will be Joe Pesci. And so <laughs> I found it interesting that young Tommy, he's wearing his mobster suit. Yeah, but, and we and talked Henry's about street that. clothes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it seems like it's very impractical. Nobody else is dressed like that. Yeah, yep. And not even De Niro. De Niro's in. He's in the red jacket and he's in the casual clothes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a hairpiece that is a huge. Speaking of casual, Henry is putting on a pretty casual lean. Yeah. <laughs> Henry is just chilling. Yeah. Which I like. Which yep. is which is different than he it's somewhere in the meantime he got very used to Jimmy. Whereas before, not long ago, he would not look at him and could not speak normally. Right. But now Thank he's you. just hanging out. <laughs> is this do you attribute this more to the the actor's bad acting? Well, I, I feel like, I don't know. I, I never know if I want to blame, blame Marty or blame the actor. So ultimately, it's, it's on Marty mm-hmm. yeah. and, and on the editor for putting it in. Yeah. And, and don't worry, Alex. We'll get to his bad acting later in this minute. Okay. Uh, <laughs> because this, this is the, the, the piece de resistance oh, yeah. of, of his inability to act. <laughs> this is about four of my final lines on this no. minute. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> No. <laughs> save it. Save it. Save it a little while longer. <laughs> so no, I mean, young... I was saying his acting is okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, the guy who plays young Tommy is Joe D'Onofrio. Yeah. Right. Who went on to, uh, of course, like many other Italian actors in the New York area, appear uh, in a Bronx tale. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, numerous TV shows such as Law and Order what? <laughs> and 30 Rock. And yeah, he really had it. He's got a nice little career playing mobsters. Yeah, pretty much, or cops, or you know that sort of thing. You know. Yeah, he uh, was also in uh, Spider Man. He played opinionated cop. Yes, he was in Spider Man. In the yeah. Tobey Maguire Spider Man, I'm assuming. Yep, the first one. Yep. Yeah. Opinionated cop. Yep. So, so he he in this delivers one of my favorite lines in the film, a line that I say to my son Henry, mm. almost daily. How you doing, Henry? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's the funny thing is that this guy, the the young Tommy, who by the way I'm pretty sure is taller than Joe Pesci. <laughs> which uh, i don't know i don't know if it's a benjamin buttons thing or what or you no, know but <laughs> young tommy joe d'onofrio five foot five okay and how tall is joe pesci oh i don't know let's see so if you have you know young uh young henry was six four well now I, he probably wasn't at the time but joe, joe, pesci, is fi- joe pesci is five four. Oh, okay so he is so there you that. go yep so he is in fact taller than him and his only two lines in this minute all include the word henry henry yeah <laughs> which which he drops Apparently, at some point in his future. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, it's like, does he need to say his name every time? How you doing, Hendry? Here you go, Hendry. You know? <laughs> well, he's just met him. It's a mnemonic thing. Yeah. yeah. He, he right. wants to A, acknowledge Hendry, make sure that he knows he's thinking about it, but also <laughs> learn that name. He doesn't want to forget it. He yeah. doesn't want to be out there like, we need another pack of Pell Mells. <laughs> he doesn't want that. It's a management so, thing. Yeah. And so, once again, uh, as I said yesterday, I'm taken aback by the brazen unpacking of the truck, the stolen truck in broad daylight. And it's highlighted by the cops pulling up and right. going, Hey, Jimmy, you got anything good? 
<laughs> punctuated by by the great line, "I'd complain, but who'd listen?" <laughs> it's really it's all in the reading right there. Yeah. it could be like, "I'd complain, but who'd listen?" Yeah, no, no, he no, he sold it the right way. You know, it's all so jovial and and mercurial. It's just, oh, it's, it's that, a the good cop, time. The, the, the cop in the passenger seat. If you watch this minute and watch it, he is mugging so hard. Mm-hmm. Like when when the shot of Jimmy putting the money into the cigarettes, he's sitting there in that passenger seat with this gr- shit-eating grin, you know? Like, <laughs> Holy shit, I get to work with Bobby De Niro. <laughs> and I'm doing great. But it works I don't because it really – again, you can, a lot of this stuff you can get away because it is this reminiscent telling of this glorious time. You know, this yeah. is when things were all going great. I like – I love they pull out and there's the, the, there's a huge line of smokers. Yeah, I mean, oh, at the fa- at the factory. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They're right. all just hanging out, waiting for their cigarettes. Well, yeah, that's so, why so, they have so much money to you know tip the bartender. Well, it's which true. is interesting yeah. too, because because yeah, so the the scene cuts and and Henry and and Tommy are selling cigarettes to factory workers out of the back of a car, and it's a shot of Henry holding a wad of money in one hand and and pa- cartons of cigarettes in the other, and those I look, those are all fifties. Hmm. Which in 1956, like that's a lot of cigarettes. Fifty dollars worth. Four hundred thirty-seven dollars <laughs> worth of cigarettes. Yeah. Well, because like, but these are theoretically discount cigarettes. That's why they're buying them off the back of the yeah. truck. And a carton mm-hmm. of cigarettes back then, yeah, ten bucks tops. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, no, nothing I don't cheaper. Cheaper. Yeah, yeah it was, ten, it was ten bucks in our lifetime. It's got to be cheaper. Yeah, yeah. For car- I used to buy them for my dad. <sighs> I had a rough childhood, man. You guys, you, you haven't <laughs> even heard. You'll just when you listen back, this is all that context is going to. Although we're getting, in. yeah, we're getting to the bottom of why you like this movie so much. I know. <laughs> in months. Um, but look how happy Henry is. Actually, speaking of people who are mugging, he's so proud of himself to be running this line and doing his his job. Yep. When it all comes crashing down. Oh, yeah, and so now this is the much-storied, horrible acting job by young Henry, in my opinion, at least, as the suits from the factory go to see what the commotion is and tell him that he can't sell cigarettes there. And he goes, no, no, it's all right. No, it's okay. <laughs> and yeah. it's He absolutely sticks with it, though. Yeah. I mean, he does. He gets, he, huge inhale. It's okay. And that, that the, both the hands up, yeah. you know, like, yeah. This yeah. is going to work if I, just, if I just work the program. <laughs> and uh, before we we go down too hard on him, beautiful golden light in this twilight scene. By the way, yeah, really, really be- like yeah. gorgeous magic shot. hour. Yeah. Wait, were you saying before you come down too hard on the actor, the cinematography yeah. was good? Yeah, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's a vast and lush film. Yes, <laughs> I need to be able to say you know we need to be able to say all the good and bad things about it. But I really love how he sticks. No, it's it's okay. And like the the cops are just what the fuck is wrong with this kid? <laughs> <laughs> they're not even, I don't even think they're cops. I think they're they're fact they're the factory managers, you know. And no. so, which which I've got to be like, no, because they're not. They no, the cops would let it happen. Wouldn't they have they, two they, detectives. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, I, think I never are, thought of that. These are factory guys, and so, so that's why I'm like, them. why are they taking his money? But, but I think the factory guys would have just called the cops, though, right? Right. Yeah. FBI. So I, then I, how would he? For some, for some reason, I think I it's just a different division or something. I always thought they were like truant officers or something. Oh. You know, because he should be in school. He's a vice squad. Maybe I I always thought they were fat. They were the people running the factory, and they didn't like that they were selling cigarettes on their property. I don't think so. That, oh, would your mother that, say it's okay? I <laughs> think that sounds like because they wouldn't care. That would only that only helps their the, the, the discontented working class. <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
Yeah, I mean, like they get their cheap cigarettes. This is part of his. That's this is literally no different than somebody pushing around a you know like a snack cart or, or like the yeah. coffee truck outside. I mean, cigarettes aren't even considered a vice. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be. I don't think that would make sense. It has um, to be some sort of authority figure. Yeah, I like Tommy then just turning tail and abandoning the car and the cigarettes. He immediately. I noticed in this that as soon as those guys shows up, he's in the foreground and he hides. Yeah, right away. And then, but he doesn't warn not- anyone. Yeah, but it's not like there's a, their car is full of cigarettes and he just and the doors open and he just runs. It's just like, <laughs> that makes me laugh. I don't know why. <laughs> well, do you think Henry would have done the same thing had the situations been reversed? I probably. Yeah, I guess. Like you got to get uh, out of there. You got to get out of the scene. Yeah, I guess. No, I, I don't know if he would have been that kind of cool headed about it. He might have gone over to be like, no, it's OK. Yeah. Like to like <laughs> step no, it's in. All right. It's all right. <laughs> Let's say this again. It's OK. It's fine. The music during the scene is Parlami di Amore Maru by Giuseppe Di Stefano, yet another Italian tenor. Um, mm. So I do not know the connection to the to, uh, to I didn't research it that deeply to see what the lyrics were, but there's got to be a connection. Maybe it's a song about cigarettes. I think that uh, the one thing I, I do want to note is that I believe this scene marks the final appearance of my favorite bulldog in cinema history. Yes, yeah. it's the last time we see that bulldog. Who there's, there's no way he's alive today. Tootie's it's bulldog. Tootie's bulldog. It is. Huh. It is. It is also an appearance of the unknown mobster who is sitting at the sitting at the table playing cards, and his tie is still not tied. Is it tucked in? I guess you can't tell. You can't tell he's sitting. Yeah. Hmm. Well, when he goes, so it's the third time because it says Hendry got pinched too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He so does say Hendry got pinched. Three yeah. Hendrys. He didn't, he didn't have to hesitate about what that name was though. Yeah. <laughs> he knew it. He didn't go in there be like, the, you know, the the new the one new kid. He had the suit, yeah. but he's not. T- yeah. <laughs> you know which one? He's he wouldn't look at Jimmy. Tootie springs to action. Yeah. He makes that <laughs> shitty sandwich. And further proof that Tootie really has a soft spot for Henry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't, he just go, you know, that guy got pinched. What do you, you do? You're a real jerk. You can call anybody. He was, I'm going to go help that jerk. Right. <laughs> I think he loves Help him. the jerk. Help <laughs> the jerk. Anybody else have any notes for this minute? I'll just update our F count. Still at zero. Well, one for the <sighs> week, zero today. Very disappointing. So, wow. Very Disappointing. For yeah. someone we're, who came in with so much chutzpah to sort of like, I'm going to keep yeah. track of the Fs, yeah, huh? you yep. really were, we're not rewarded with Yeah, you, you really got screwed out of the fucks. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about that. Yeah, <laughs> I got so. screwed out of the fucks. <laughs> well, also on a more personal level, I was looking forward to cursing up a storm coming on the show, and I, I've yet right. to even drop a single F-bomb. Mm. My Ow. F-bomb counts at zero. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ron just tricked me into saying I got screwed out of the fucks twice. I did, so. yeah. <laughs> and I'm here. I am saying f bombs instead of saying <laughs> fuck. <laughs> so uh, before we move on, uh, we want to take a little time with our guests here to to hear about their, their past experiences with Goodfellas. Yeah, how, uh, are, do you guys- how are you? How are you here to know? How are you able to know so much about this film? Why is this important? Why did you aside from sure Wikipedia? That? <laughs> well, you asked us to come on the show. I mean. Yeah, so we just did, you know. But if this was the Sea Biscuit minute, you'd be like, I, I don't know that I have anything to say about that. <laughs> now we would have poured through frame by frame. I would have told you that you know the lady from Sea Biscuit was also in this other thing. <laughs> <laughs> so do do you guys remember? See, did you see Goodfellas in the theaters? No. I did not. I was a latecomer to Goodfellas. Yeah, as was I a little bit. Not not too late, but I think. I mean, it. What? Let's see. Nineteen ninety. I was in. Uh, high school, ostensibly, my freshman year. So, so a little young for the for the cursing. Yeah. yeah, but then I think by the time I got to college, it was you know out on video and it was ubiquitous. And that somebody was like, "Oh, you got to see Goodfellas." Right. 
that be, this became a cult movie pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so now, Pete, you grew up on Long Island as I did. Mm-hmm. I feel a strong ownership of this movie due to the location and all that sort of stuff. And these are kind of our people. Do you share that or no? Or do you don't care? Uh, <laughs> you hate them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. It makes me, you know, like, uh, you know, as you were criticized earlier in the week for kind of uh, coming down, you know, being very sympathetic towards these uh, cold-hearted criminals. <laughs> you know, I also observation. It's, you know, outside of the fact of, you know, what they're the actions that they're doing. It's just the very the very characters themselves, the accents, the settings, you know, the meat plates, everything just totally remind me of uh, of, you know, my dad's family growing up. Yeah. Very, very tailors of Sicily. Yeah. Yeah. Very accurate in its representation of what Italian life was in the New York metro area. I think it's like one of the best depictions even even in the 50s going all the way up to the the late 70s when the movie does it nailed it you know yeah i i just like long island i'm sorry yeah no i i don't get to talk about it at all in a star wars minute so. <laughs> this is way out of context <laughs> keeps trying to shoehorn it in yeah now alex yeah, like, you had more of a suburban upbringing you were not you were not as many uh, wife beater wearing sausage eating people I can yeah, assume. I actually I did not really get into like mafia movies. Sorry, uh, businessmen movies yeah. until Thank uh, you. movies about our thing. You know, yeah, yeah doesn't exist. Until, it doesn't exist. Uh, like I don't think I even saw The Godfather until like I was in college and stuff. So uh, yeah, and for a long time I actually I'm on record as being a big fan of the movie Casino. And for a long time I was like I actually liked Casino more than I did Goodfellas. Which I know is a very unpopular opinion, probably yeah. especially around here. I, I kind of uh, wish I knew that before we had you on the show, to be honest. Yeah, you know, sorry. What's funny is that I, I had seen, whenever I saw this movie for the first time, a little while after it came out, it was on HBO, so it would have been at least a couple of years. Yeah. I saw I saw Casino later, and I because I really wanted more, and I was so disappointed that it was the first time I saw it. And then over time, I got to really like that film. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's as good as Goodfellas, but it's great. It has his moments, definitely, yeah. but it's it's no Goodfellas. No. Well, no. here's here's one reason why it, why I was saying I didn't enjoy Goodfellas as much at the time. I feel like once spoiler alert, once Joe Pesci and De Niro are no longer a part of it, I feel like I'm not as interested in it. Hmm. Interesting. So, I feel like right. there's such interesting big characters that I, I used to feel that way more than I do more than I do now. Mm-hmm. I, I've certainly come around and, and love the movie. But uh, that was, at the time, why I liked uh, Casino better, because Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci are in that tip to tail. So it's really almost like kind of, you know, much it's more about long that. tail. So, ba- like so basically, you, for you. You, you've got yeah. no love for Ray Liotta, is what you're saying. Uh, I'm not crazy about him. Oh, wow. I, mean, I think, uh, I think you know, I think he does a good job in the movie. But, you know, I, I think it's almost more about the writing and the directing more so than, yeah. than you know, the acting. Have you guys brought up Good Feathers? Uh, I was about to. No. No. Because I think that might be how I got to it that, you know, I said when I got to college, that was, was this, you know, kind of cultural change in, in the entertainment seemed to be happening at the time. So there's a lot of interesting new stuff. It was like, you know, Conan was brand new and Animaniacs was on and, uh, it was all like, you know, a bunch of people I knew were all like, oh, it's okay. We're all sitting here watching cartoons as, you know. It's okay, right. Yeah, it's okay. Adults, quote unquote, like, because I do okay. this, but like, I don't tell other people that I do this really. So like, I can do this with you. That's uh, college in a nutshell. Yeah, basically. 
but that, that was when Animaniacs started, and I didn't get that Good Feathers was a direct Goodfellas thing because I don't think I had seen Goodfellas at the time. Then everybody's like, "Oh no, it's funnier if you see Goodfellas." So let's watch Goodfellas, which has yeah. no pull, which has no reference of that belongs in a children's program. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> no. about this is appropriate for that. Yeah. Well, weirdly, I also having not seen Goodfellas, I was puzzled because I thought you seen it. What? <laughs> you haven't seen uh, Goodfellas? What are you doing here? I just looked up Wikip- some stuff on Wikipedia and uh, fake it. Casino minutes down the hall, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to tell you, I haven't seen Return of the Jedi either, but... <laughs> oh, I uh, no, but I was, I was confused because I thought on Good Feathers, I thought the guy was doing a Jack Nicholson impression when he was doing his Ray Liotta because I hadn't, didn't even know who Ray Liotta was. So I was like, yeah. why is Jack Nicholson? I don't get why they're doing a Jack Nicholson you impression. You really didn't see it till later. No, I well, I mean, not until certainly until it was on home video, and mm-hmm. you know, I probably didn't see it for let's say four, three or four years until after it came out. Whatever, whatever, Good Feathers came out, I saw it after that. Oh. So. Right, so it was around ninety three or so. So, so there, yeah. this tells me that there is a in our in our other job hat. We know that a lot of people came into comic books in the aftermath of the animated X Men series. That was a big mm-hmm. thing. So now what we know is that a lot of people came into it after Animaniacs. Yeah, right. uh, it was a bridge to Goodfellas. Yeah. So now I also <laughs> wonder if there are people who started watching this because of The Sopranos. Oh, started sure. watching Goodfellas. Yeah, like like people who had never watched the movie and came to it because they were watching Sopranos. Like, what's this they're talking about? Well, that's yeah. a that's a that's a vague. I mean, like Sorry. you know, yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, maybe. But that you're talking, you know, how many? What? Thirteen years later? Fourteen years later? It's yeah, like nine. Yeah, you should have thought that through a little more. Yeah, but it, it, it I mean, they, not <laughs> only do they act We're recording watch right it. now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, that seems like a good time to wrap it up. <laughs> so that's it for minute 14. Tune in tomorrow for minute 15. Until then, you can check us out on Twitter at Goodfellas Min and on Instagram and Facebook at Goodfellas Minute. And you can find uh, all the previous episodes and other information and goodies at goodfellasminute.com. If you have any questions or want to let us know about anything like what you're doing tomorrow, uh, you can email us at contact at goodfellasminute.com. You can find Pete and Alex uh, at starwarsminute.com and alphabetical.com. And Star Wars Minute's on hiatus, correct? Until January of 2016 when we will begin our coverage of... The Naboo movie. <laughs> I, I'm I'm still shocked that you're doing it. That can only so. mean one thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we- so- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, are you guys going to join us for the final uh, final minute fi- Friday's uh, episode tomorrow? I got to take care of some things, but yes, I'll try to be here. <laughs> you do that yeah. thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, eat a sandwich with the delicious lunch meats on it, but then yeah, I'll come back tomorrow. Woo-hoo. All right. So until tomorrow, this has been Goodfellas Minute. Goodfellas, Goodfellas Minute. Or will I go from rags to return? My fate is on.